Transient mic. Write, record, preserve. Transient mic. Transient mic. Transient mic. Transient mic for tricks. It was sheer uh, curiosity and part stupidity and curiosity <laughs> um, that took me just different places, just want, wanting to kind of go. I kind of like to give myself a baptism uh, by fire every couple of years and uh, just kind of pull pull the bandaid off and just dive off the dive into, dive into the deep end and see what happens. Today we meet Anthony Garcia, formerly of Outlier, to record For Your Love and My Hands Are My Eyes. We also talk about world travel as a means to reset the creative energy and rediscover the passion for music. So welcome again to another edition of the four-track series with Transient Mike. I'm your host, David Ventura Garcia, and I'm having a lot of fun today. It's hot and it's Texas, and that's the way it is. And on that note, we have uh, someone in our studio who shares the same, he's what we would call an apellido, the same last name, Anthony Garcia. So it's Garcia and Garcia in the studio. Welcome, man. Thanks, hey, man. Thank you. Yeah. You're, you hail from, from Lubbock, Texas, and you spent some time there, uh, your early years, right? And then from there, I'm just going to give it a little yep. quick bio. Ahead, you, you told me that you were a graduate of the Texas Tech School of Music, and mm-hmm. then you taught music at South Plains College. What was that like? It was very dusty. <laughs> yeah, right. And there were prairie dogs and <laughs> cotton fields. <laughs> but that's uh, you, that's Buddy Holly's territory, right? Yeah. And uh-huh. the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, that's right. And, and some some other folks. So there's definitely a, a music scene there. Yeah. That's thriving and has been for some time. There is. There's a, there's you know there's a lot of talent from, and that's still in Lubbock. I mean, there's a lot of talent that's come out of Lubbock, obviously, but there's a lot of uh, talent there right now. Um, just. Some of the most talented musicians I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was born in Irving, um, and I was only there, you know, I mean, my uh, my folks moved to Lubbock when I was like four, so. Yeah, I mean, we were talking, there. we were comparing generations not far back, because you just go to Houston, from Monterrey and then jumping to Houston, right? Or is that what it was? Right, Bay City, yeah, from Bay Guadalajara City. to Bay City. Guadalajara, see, I got that yeah. wrong. <laughs> Guadalajara to Bay City. But that's cool, and then from there to, to Lubbock. Yeah, and then my dad, my dad's from, from Bay City, and then, you know, um, but anyways, I grew up in Lubbock and um, lived there most of my life um, before moving away to, you know, I kind of moved back to the Metroplex uh, when I was older. But um, yeah, I spent, I, I went to high school, went to all schools in Lubbock and went to high school there and went to college. So I spent a lot well, of time there. That's great. And, and, and you tell me that you're kind of the only one in your family that picked up music, but you play it very piano and, mm. and guitar concentration. You play those very well. Thank you. There's no, yeah, there's no other, um, there's no music, no other musicians in my family. Um, my cousin plays the trumpet, um, but that's the extent of our music you know, that happens in our family, you know. Well, it was great to have you in the studio today because, like I said, we introduced a new voice, having the piano here and laying that down. I think I think it, it, uh, you express yourself very well with the album. The first song we're going to feature uh, is is For Your Love. Uh, and we, right before we – well, let's set it up a little bit because you did record some albums, and, and we'll get into some of the places you've been. But you, you were formerly or, or as outlier, and maybe you're thinking about doing maybe a solo project or, or keep, keeping that outlier name. But tell us – that was a violin and some uh, the way you described it, it was like violin americana meets a little metal guitar some country for good measure basically i was at a friend's house and she had this amazing painting that was this giant tree that was like three canvases and it was a black and white tree and at the bottom in red it said outlier 
And I didn't know. I was just, and I asked her, I was like, can I make that name for my band? And she was like, I don't care. It's <laughs> a good thing. Um, yeah. And then I, then I came to realize that there's a book written and there's about a million bands with that same name. So I kind of was a little disappointed. But um, anyways, the, the style of music that I went for, though, uh, I was just in a headspace where I really just needed to completely reinvent myself. And what I, what I kind of poured into that first album that I did as Outlier was just everything I was kind of – I was really listening to a lot of um, – you know, my, my roots are, are, are metal. That's how I started, you know, metal and rock. You know, when I was a little kid, you know, I was 12 years old, you know, all that – that's what I – you know, that kind of guitar playing, that heavier side of music and, in the and, 80s. And some sources. Are we talking Ronnie James Dio? Well, uh, so I'm – I would say, first of all, the first – time I ever heard the electric guitar really played the way I wanted to, the way it just hit me was Iron Maiden. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, um, then, you know, of course, then Van Halen and then we got, got into, you know, Anthrax, Slayer, Megadeth, and then, and then later on, Alice in Chains and all those guys. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just that, that, that general pool and, of... And there of, is this rebirth too, like speaking of that, and, and the Latino roots, there's mariachi metal, mm-hmm, right. right? There's, there's all kinds of things yeah. happening mm-hmm. that that's combining metal with yeah. genres and, and this hybrid yeah and so this you know with that first album really i, I was I, those were my roots and then you know later on i got into classical music you know um and that is a, a huge part of my life that's a huge part of who i who i am musically and then um and then at the same time i was listening to that particular summer i was listening to just a lot of towns van Zandt. i mean i was just listening to a lot of towns and so it was these three these three sides of uh, you know, you know the the greatest, in my opinion, one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Plus, like Bach, you know, who's just you know Bach, and then you know just the guitar styles of. I want to just say, like, you know, I mean, I, I you know go back to like Van Halen or you know even Hendrix or you know I just mixed these with a very cinematic, uh, a very cinematic approach to just creating a landscape. I wasn't even trying to really create anything. I just kind of just it just kind of came out and. So that's that's what that what that's what that project was, and um, then you know we did several albums together, um, se- several different kinds of albums together, and uh, so now yeah I'm at the point where um, kind of I've just been you know taking about a year to just year and a half to just kind of figure out you know go back to doing something by myself and using my name and. Um, Come to find out, you know, I googled my own name and <laughs> you're just like outlier. There's too many. Bazillion Anthony Garcias. But that's what we talked about. I mean, there's David Ramirez, who's got his own, you know, many yeah. David Ramirez. So, yeah. so you're, you're, you're going to distinguish yourself in your sound and 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 your in your style. Mm-hmm. And that's a good segue to to for your love because again, you found you found the piano and it's very cinematic, mm-hmm. and and you make this. So this is a good blend of, of vocals, lyrics, and guitar. Mm-hmm. And piano. So let's let's go ahead and play it. We'll come back and we'll talk about the song. Okay. Here we go. I would live for your love. I would burn every bridge for your love. There's a light that burns inside you. Let it guide you to me
Can we stay like this forever? But I would never beg for your love I would burn with desire I would put out the fire for your love And I lay right here beside you I would confide in you your love very beautiful rendition on a quarter inch reel to reel it just adds a little warmth to it that i think uh really really sets the tone and the way it comes the way you taper down at the end you know it just feels very cinematic there is there you can feel the love right and and in that sense and uh so so really good song i really think that's a strong one and that so that one is just rather new right yeah i just wrote it not too long ago maybe about within the past you know i mean for me, not too long ago, it was within the past year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, not, not a 10-year song. Yeah, really. no, it's, it was, it's, I've never, 
as a matter of fact, uh, maybe this is the first time I've maybe even let anybody hear it. Um, I actually played it one time for some people, but that was about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, transient mic exclusive, exclusive, right? (laughs) And, 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 you know, we were talking about it as we were listening through the song and, and, and there is a a lot of room there to either go full on orchestration and build us something huge, Mm -hmm. or as Jeremy pointed out, like being on a spotlight and just a piano and that's it. And that, that's that's the breadth of that song. I think there's a lot of ranges and, and, and a lot of variation of that. So that, that, that's when you know you have a good song. I, I noticed when we were recording, like you really feel that dynamic, like in the way that you play the piano, you're, like you, you're across the the whole dynamic spectrum, and I think that adds a lot of warmth and, and beauty to that song as well. Because you had the full keyboard here, you had, we had 88 keys, and that's that's always good. And that Yamaha, you lug it around wherever you go. Yeah, huh? I do, I do. <laughs> what, well, now let's talk, let's get into some lyrically because again, like I said. Uh, <clears throat> Musically, you can hear how it all, you know, from major to minors, mm-hmm. and, and, and it stays, and it hovers in that area, but it, it carries throughout. Yeah. Uh, lyrically, I mean, you run the gamut of, mm-hmm. of all the things you do for love. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I have to ask you, mm-hmm. what is that? So you said it was built over the year, but I'm, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you're, are you calling on experience of things you have done for your love? For love? Well, actually, the, the reason, you know, for this song, like, I kind of had the idea of I wanted to write a song that, you know, all the things that people have said in the past that I would die for you, I would run to the edge of the earth for you, I would do all these things for you. And I, I kind of was trying to write something that was opposite. Like, I would live for your love, I would stay right here, I would burn every bridge just to stay like stay where I am, stay where we are. But you won't beg for it. But I would never beg for your love. Yeah, oh yeah, well, <laughs> I, I just thought that was kind of funny little There's line. There's some qualifiers, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to do that, yeah. But um, yeah. So that was just kind of like that, and then it just turned into you know, turned into something, of course, a little bit bigger. You fly high, and baby, you love deep. A small fortune is what you get to keep for your love. I'll throw away the key, and I will. Initially, I was just trying to trying to kind of write something that was, you know, almost a little bit funny, just like, you know. Um, so speaking of that, what is the most ridiculous thing you've done for love? <laughs> the most ridiculous thing I've ever done for love. Um, <laughs> well, I'll say I'll tell you one pretty. I'm like I'm just pretty uh, disappointed in myself, but I was actually um, there's a lot tons. There's I don't even. There's so many, but one <laughs> one particular one about 12 years ago. Do y'all know who Ian Moore is? Ian Moore, the songwriter. He's I think he lives here in Austin, but he he wrote um, "Keep You Satisfied." Really guitar, guitar oh, okay. player, guitarist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, he, he's well known. He's gotten into songwriting and all this stuff, and he's a very successful songwriter and very successful successful career in music um, from like early 90s, late 80s. Anyways, so he 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 would come to Lubbock quite often and. Um, and I opened for him a couple of times and, um, you know, he, it was great opening for him cause he would get like, you know, I mean, you're playing in a proper venue with, in front of, you know, people that actually are listening to you. And, um, and he was, and, and at, the, at the time I was, I was kind of, I was with this, um, girl, um, very long distance relationship. And, um, she, she was kind of jealous. And so, uh, I called her. I, I called her after the gig and I was like, you know, he, he was like, don't, he was like, don't leave. He was signing autographs and stuff like that. He's like, don't leave. I want to talk to you. He's like, do not leave. We're gonna go over there and have a beer, and I want to talk to you. And I was, you know, I was like, that's awesome. He probably wants to like maybe me open for him some more or something like that. 
And so I called her to tell her, like, I was excited, you know, I was like, man, this is, and she hurt, she was like, are those girls around? And I was like, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I'm in a venue. I mean, yeah. And so yeah. she was like, she, anyways, long story short, it was this big, kind of big deal. And, you know, to prove to her, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to leave because, you know, I don't want you thinking that I'm sitting around here. So, and I stayed on the phone with her and I left and I drove home and I got home and see, I was like, see, I'm home. <laughs> so you bailed on it. You didn't totally, have a, you, like an idiot. I like, yeah. So anyways, it could have changed your career. Or the I don't know. Or the I, I, projection. Well, anything. maybe it could have, but I don't know. But anyway, I mean, he might have. Who knows? He might have wanted to tell me on guitar without a tune or something. Well, you'll never know. But, uh, <laughs> but, but the, the, here's the here's the deal: is that the next? So I emailed him. Like this person and I broke up, and yeah. I, e- I text. I, I wrote him on MySpace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, man, I'm so sorry. I, I you know, please understand that this was the situation. I had a, <laughs> a situation, and I opened for him again when he came through town, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't talk to me. <laughs> wow. I, I walked up to him, and he kind of was like, hey, and he kind of like walked away. <laughs> Oh yeah. So that was. I mean, that's not too bad. But I think I'm just going to leave that answer right there because. <laughs> In retrospect, that's the thing. What you would do for for love, you're kind of you're going to bottle that up. Sometimes you're not going to share it because we do uh, tend to do some ridiculous things for love, and it, it takes us many places. So it's mm-hmm. funny you should say that because because when you look back, it's like, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. But you know, it's love. But that's how we learn. Yeah, yeah, you know. it's love. <laughs> So and, and that's the thing. It, it appeals. It appeals to all ages in that sense because there's those who are learning what they're going to do for love. Yeah, <laughs> the future mistakes, yeah. and there's those who've already done it. And so he's like, you know, I think you know, of things like my son and daughter. And you know, if they're listening, they'll be like, Dad, come on. But still, you know, mm-hmm. what will you do? So anyway, I think that was. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that one. And yeah. I, there's there's another song I want to talk talk to you about. So we're going to listen. That's because we're going to try to do. Uh, we you know it's two songs per podcast, and I think it's it's a nice way to do it and so uh this next one you like to you like you uh use a loop pedal live mm-hmm. right and so this yes. was this was kind of like a, a one take thing where we were able to use it <laughs> but that's what's cool because you're going to get that you're going to get that feeling and so i feel like you know whenever you can use it right the, the loop pedal it's good i mean i mean in some ways there's a lot of folks pe- using it out there so it, it opens yeah. it up but yeah. at the same time like how you use it is very important exactly yeah so so we're gonna we're also, gonna I'm always amazed when I see someone playing a loop pedal and they're like mostly in time, because I've, I've I've tried to play with a loop pedal and it's, it, it ain't easy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so like you really rocked it, even though you said you know you haven't really played through the song mm-hmm. recently a, a bunch. Like you really rocked it when I, when you sent me he sent us a video of him. Um, you should look this up. He he sent a, made a video for the Tiny Desk uh, NPR uh, submission. Um, what, what's it titled as? Um, my hands or my eyes is the name of the song. Yeah, so look that up. Tiny desk, yeah, yeah. And then just put tiny desk after that. Yep. But it's it's really great, and uh, you'll hear the version that he did with us, um, and it's really great. Straight through to the heart of the matter And barely make a splash in the fire And take your last breath on the lips of a lover Who fell to wade through the skies of another Fluttering flies that can smother your heart
my eyes and I can see daylight and the sounds of the clouds I'm breaking straight through to the heart of the matter and barely make a splash in the fire Holy Ghost, subterfuge in the alleyways Painting blood on the door of a house that is haunted Singing, love me or I'll tear you apart Sounds of the clouds breaking straight through to the heart of the matter and barely make a splash in the fire. Holy Ghost, subterfuge in the alleyways, painting blood on the door of a house that is haunted, singing, Love me or I'll tear you apart. Okay, my hands are my eyes. That's a that was a, a very like I guess a, a fast rendition, fast-paced song with yeah. some distortion, uh, distorted acoustic guitar, huh? And I'm and immediately what comes to mind, my hands or my eyes. Like what what does that mean? Well, I mean, it's just a word. There's not really any meaning to the words, I don't think, other than I just kind of was. It was more like a, just a word play. Like I was just um, like I was actually on the way to Thailand. I was living in Korea at the time. Was on the way to Thailand and went, had a layover in Beijing, and I was traveling with. Um, uh, an ex-lady friend of mine, and uh, we decided to buy a bottle of vodka at the duty free, and, <laughs> and and it was freezing in the air in the airport. It was freezing because it was January. Yeah, and um, so we just cracked open a bottle and started playing music, and then I and then I just started writing lyrics, and I continued to write lyrics uh, on the plane and to take advantage of the free wine that Air China gives. And I just wrote these lyrics, and it's just sort of like, you know, I don't know, they're kind of like well, nonsense, nonsense lyrics, you know what I mean? My hands are my eyes, are like if you're in a cave, yeah. that's the other thing is, dude, when you're in a cave and there's no light, that freaks me out. Well, it's just, the, it's just like my hands are my eyes and I can see daylight and the sounds of the clouds coming straight, breaking straight through to the heart of the matter, barely, make, the a heart, splash, yeah. I like barely the, make a splash in the fire. It doesn't really make any sense. But, but the good lyric, I like heart of the matter. That one always just pops out, you know, heart of the matter. Because you got to get to the to, to the heart of the matter. Mm. Brian Adams, right? In the heart of the matter. Is it? Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. To the yeah. heart of the matter. Yeah. <laughs> you say, oh, is it Don Henley? Forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I like. Don't love me. Yeah, you're right. And so that's the thing. I do like the groove. I, I like the looping. I like the fact that I mean, you're jumping from guitar to piano and then back. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a good song. It's dry, It's got a good drive. I it's like mean. it. Yeah, um, there, yeah, there wasn't too much sense to that the lyrics at all and um just kind of one of those that i just kind of kind of put together it was a also also a, a song that I, pre, I played in a previous group and um just decided when that you know when i started doing outlier by myself you know um or when i started doing outlier i just kind of uh, adapted it to my solo uh, my solo thing well and and you said the origin story let's talk about that because that's that's the other thing that we we, we, we kind of get into is that so far i've heard you you've been to germany mm-hmm. You've been to well. Uh, I mean, I lived there. Yeah, yeah. Was, you lived. You lived in yeah. Germany mm. and studied some music there, mm. right? You were like you said in Thailand, but you were in, in Korea. Mm. You were in New York. Mm-hmm. You've kind of uh, been everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. Through the, your travels, using music as as the vehicle, right? Yeah. None of this was like through the army or anything. No, no, no. It was sheer uh, curiosity and part stupidity and curiosity <laughs> yeah. um, that took me just different places, just w- wanting to kind of go. I kind of like to give myself a baptism uh, by fire every couple of years and uh, just kind of pull pull the bandaid off and just dive off the dive into, dive into the deep end and see what happens. And yeah, those are just have been some of my experiences. But they weren't like, like small stints. There was there were years, like you said, in Germany. Or yeah, in, I mean, Germany. I was years in New York. Oh, uh, Germany. I was an exchange student for a year, um, and. At the, at that age that I was an exchange student, which was 21, I mean, that was a year was a long time. To get away from the music scene and it ended up being that you immersed yourself in the music right. scene. <laughs> right. I, I um, was playing, it was about 2009, and I was playing music uh, in Texas, uh, in Lubbock full time. And just, um, I, I was like, I got to go. I just got to go, like, meditate and do some Buddhist temples and, like, just get, I just got to go to Asia. And I tried to go to Japan initially and um, come to find out that it's, you know, you got to. It's a it's a it's very competitive in Japan um, to get a job. So uh, I discovered that Korea is very not competitive at all. <laughs> it's actually really easy to get a job over there. That's cool. Um, but so yeah, figured just go to Korea, and the plan was to stay for a year, and it turned into four, and um, it was a wonderful experience. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life, and some of my best friends in the world. I met there, and some of them still yeah, live over there. Yeah, because you said there's a, there's some transplants, right? Or what, what were you calling? Oh them? yeah, there's a giant community. I mean, yeah. there's a huge expat community expat, over there. Yeah, it's yeah, just so. like a. It's just, it's you know, the, my town uh, was is called Busan, and it's the it's the second largest city in uh, South Korea. And um, I'm going to say the population at the time I think it was about four million people. I'm sure it's greater now, but within that within the within that that Korean city, mm-hmm. there's a, there's imagine there's a smaller village of foreigners that live in there, you know? So there's a, a small town of foreigners that live in there in that city. And that probably have about 10,000, maybe even 15,000 foreigners. And by foreigners, I mean, you know, people that aren't Korean, you know, Americans, Canadians, Australians, British, Irish, that's, wow, that's... um, you know, uh, South Africans, uh, Australians, New Zealanders, Kiwis, we call them. Um, so there, you know, there's just this giant community and within that community, there's, it's, it's sort of like we, you know, we're all crazy enough to go over and halfway across the world to teach English or to, to, and to leave our homes. And so what we do to release stress is create art, create music. You know, there's, there's theater groups, there's, you know, um, you know, fantasy football leagues. I mean, there's I mean, sheer numbers. Are you talking thousands of expats? Oh yeah. And just in the city, just in the city, not, not in the, not in all of Korea. I'm talking about just my, my city that I live in. And so, you know, and from that came, you know, great, great bands. I mean, there's just a really healthy place to, to be creative because, you know, it was great that uh, for me personally going over there, like, like many, like many of us that went over there, you know, I needed to escape being over here playing seven nights a week because I wasn't being creative anymore. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, 
you know, writing and recording like I wanted to. And I went over there and I had a job. I was teaching English. Mm -hmm. And so that freed me up in the afternoons and the evenings and on the weekends to just I would go play with my original band or, you know, write more songs, make albums, you know, and travel, you know. And so it was a really great time for that. And in, in, in that, you know, you already you're over there with so many people who you have these things in common with, which are like you, you all left your home country. You're all English teachers and you all are travelers. And then you add music to that or you add, other, you know, other interests mm-hmm. to that. I mean, that's that's a lot of core things you have in common with people. So the friends that you make over there are friends for life. I mean, they're well, that, because you're you're going there at a time when you're seeking it out. And exactly. I think, I think yeah. the, the irony is that you went to escape music, but you found music yeah. another way. Yeah, and you exactly. rediscovered it. Yeah, and that's that's kind of again the mission of Transient Mike. That's why I think Jeremy and I. Have, have tried to establish this yeah. nonprofit is the same thing when you feel jaded and you're feeling, you know, and lo and behold, we're immersed in the sound more than ever before. And that, and that's great. And great things are happening because of it because yeah. we're coming in with the right attitude mm-hmm. and, and it's mm-hmm. a positive mentality that we're, that we're trying to, to, you know, share with everybody. Like, again, the way we met you is, was through Craig Marshall. Yeah, everybody, everybody knows Craig Marshall. He's like yeah. the Kevin Bacon <laughs> of Austin. And, and were it not for him, <laughs> yeah, 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 musicians and, and were it not for him, we wouldn't have met you. And, and it was, and it, it was at H. Mart, right? Yeah, it was, it was at a Korean yeah, place. At, the, at, the, at H Mart, which is amazing. That was the first time I'd ever been there. And yeah. that place is amazing. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. it's huge. And it's like I hadn't had uh, bibimbap, which is what I was eating but that that's, day but that's, in so long. Yeah, and that's the way it lines up because, like I said, I mean, you know, you back it up and you're talented and you're, and you're, and you're at a moment of your life where you've discovered new songs and you're ready to lay them down. And, and you know, I hope, you know, this will be the first of many sessions or we can re- we continue to uh, collaborate in this manner yeah. because that's what I'm saying. I know the studio, like it's, 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 it's born, we said this the last episode, it's born out of passion. It's, if you look around us, I mean, like to look at it and, and, and we're in transition right now. So we've kind of been offline for some podcasts, but we're, we're trying to pound them out you know, mm-hmm. outside of our other lives, yeah, we're keeping it together, and 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 like you, you know, we're sharing equipment sometimes, and we're making it work. So we appreciate your patience and your man. Your, I just appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, and 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 coming in, dude. Now he gets to go to Hawaii, so that's why we had to get this session and tell us about what you're doing there. <laughs> well, I'm playing um playing piano in the piano bar in cruise ships. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's what I'm doing, Davey. Play, Davey Day. Play Billy Joel. Play, play Billy Joel piano. So man. what happened was is that I, I kind of went through this about a year and a half ago. Um, uh, my kind of reached a point where I needed to be a solo act, and, and, and I kind of wasn't um, really in a position to put more creative energy. I was just kind of was like, man, I'm just going to take a break from like this whole like artist thing for a minute just because uh, it was kind of a big transition for me that I just – I couldn't really um, – put any heart and soul into my music anymore. I just needed to just, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go play piano on cruise ships because you know, I don't, I'm just going to go hide away in a cabin on a ship somewhere, play some piano, save some cash and just figure it out. And, um, that's how I've gotten into it, and you know it's it's been it's it's all right. But that's what I'm doing. I'm but leaving. You, but it also you revisit the standards and you st- get to learn the yeah, structures. It's yeah, 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 and I enjoy I, I enjoy it. You know, it's fun. It's it's fun. Um, I get to be on a ship, you know, playing piano. You know, I get paid to play piano and see you know see cool places and you know meet really nice people yeah. on board. You know, the passengers are very nice people. Well, the other cool thing is you're going to be gone for a month, and and during this month you're going to have your keyboard. You're going to be able to compose. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. next and, album, right? That's the goal. Yeah, and yeah, I'll get plenty of time. And um, thankfully, in my cabin, I have a, a keyboard, and I always take my mics with me, and I, I always take my guitar with me, and I always just spend a lot of time recording and creating and writing. I always do that. I mean, that's I have to do that, or else I'll go 
Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> well, that, that's what's cool. And then Jeremy had a grand vision, like if Transit Mike were, and, and, you know, we were, were struggling for the mobile studio one day, but even, even <laughs> the idea of a mobile uh, boat yeah. studio, that would be really cool. <laughs> Sailing out there with nothing to disturb you, but just the yeah. high seas. Well, see, my whole thing is just imagine being, you know, in a band and these two crazy guys, David and me, take you away to the middle of the ocean. And you're out there, there's no cell service, there's nothing, there's no TV, there's no distractions. You're out there for a week. Just do, just doing music. Sounds kind of creepy. You know, when <laughs> I say it like that. Yeah. It does, it does kind of. And, and then someone will die. It's like a murder yeah. mystery. <laughs> Someone's thrown overboard. Sounds like born identity. <laughs> yeah. right, well, again, I want to thank you, Anthony Garcia, yep. uh, also known as Outlier. You'll see his stuff, some of his stuff on YouTube. We featured two of his songs here. So thanks again. I guess for- I could say my website, right? Or my website. Yeah, what is that? AnthonyGarciaMusic.com. I actually got that one. Can you believe it? Yeah, th- yeah that's and good. Then, see, um, that's, that's a direct way to get there. And then Outlier-Music.com also. Cool. Well, thanks again for coming in, man, and, yeah. and have some safe travels. <laughs> yeah, I hope there's no more volcanic eruptions. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, just, that just happened recently. So. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, thanks, man. All right, cool. We'll see you guys. The songs For Your Love and My Hands Are My Eyes were written and performed by Anthony Garcia at our studio in Austin, Texas. Performance and podcast audio engineer Jeremy Fowler. Podcast editing David Ventura Garcia. The four-track series was tracked on a quarter-inch reel-to-reel Tascam 44 tape machine donated by the family of Mike McCormick. Transit Mike is a nonprofit organization devoted to the preservation of music and sound. For more information, go to transitmike.org. Special thanks to Lindsay Lewis. If you would like to be a sponsor, feel free to contact us at info at transientmike.org. I'm your host, David Ventura Garcia. Thank you for listening. Get yourself a tape machine, you moron. <laughs> We're an Irishman. Get yourself a tape machine, you moron. <laughs> that was good, too.